Good morning and welcome to the U Interview Podcast. Uh, we're very pleased today to welcome uh, writer-director Annabella Adonazio and James Badgedale, uh, who is this, one of the stars of Mickey and the Bear. And uh, Annabelle is the writer and director of the film. And so it's a, it's a great new uh, movie that delves into uh, the life of a veteran in a Montana town and his relationship with his daughter, who's played by Camilla Marone, um, and a really interesting performance by both actors. So thank you and welcome today. Thanks for having us. So first off, uh, Annabelle, can you tell us a little bit about the background for the film? You um, actually went to Montana and studied these communities of veterans. Um, talk a little bit about how that interest developed. Yeah, five years ago, I applied for and got a grant that was about a project that would send me to Montana to a small town where I would study veterans' families and veterans' lives and look at the spouses and children of those people. Um, and then from that is where the idea for making the bear came from. I felt like trauma, addiction, and the rehabilitation of veterans was something we only see through the veterans' eyes and not necessarily through the child or spouse's eyes. And so, um, I guess the research was really important to me because this that particular thing was not something from my real life. So I wanted to spend as much time as I could crafting a story that felt very honest to the community out there. Mm. Now, Badge, uh, talk a little bit about your character, Hank, and um, how you developed. He's a, a Iraq War vet, and um, he's suffering some some PTSD and some substance abuse issues. How did you go about um, sort of crafting that character? Well, I mean, first of all, first of all, Annabelle wrote a beautiful script, you know. So you you have this template, you have these ideas that you need to kind of dive into, and 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 it, it gives you a pathway, you know. And this this film about this eighteen year old girl, it's really her film. It's this coming of age tale, and and Hank will kind of dip in and out of her life and the storyline and affect her and push her in different ways. And, and I mean, if you know, I mean, I'm, I've been around for a little bit and, and if people know me, they know who I've worked with over the years and I've worked with a lot of people in the military. I've done a lot of different jobs and, uh, I just felt like I had something personal to say based upon the personal experiences I've had and the, my friends and the people I've worked with over the last, um, really the last 11, 12 years. Um, Annabella, uh, Annabelle, uh, tell us a little bit about how you settled on James and Camilla uh, for the roles. Well, I, I definitely didn't settle. I feel like I was given the gift, honestly. Of uh, that didn't mean it that way. I, I meant no, no, I know. Yeah. I'm totally just playing. I know. I was like, oh, God. How did, no. you, how did you find that? <laughs> I, um, it, both of them were such gifts to get to work with. Um, with Bad, the real story is I used to work for our casting director throughout college, and it was the most, uh, it was such an incredible way into learning who the New York actors were. And Bad was someone that she constantly wanted to cast and constantly did cast, so I got really familiar with his work. And he was always someone that I envisioned in the part. And then I remember I was like, 
you know, haphazardly YouTubing videos of people. And I saw your scene in Flight where you were... Did we ever talk about this? I don't think we did. The cancer patient scene. And I was like, literally, that moment, I was like, this is Hank. Because it's the most tragic. It's such a tragic figure, but there's such levity there. And there's a flirtatiousness there. And there's a pride there. And that was something... That's such a hard thing to do. Like to be able, a lot of actors come in with such ego and they're like, I just want to cry and yell. And Badge is able to have that like darkness buried, but then have that levity and that like lightness and the humor there too. And I remember I was like, this is our guy. Um, And then I was so fortunate to get to meet him and and we connected and yeah. Yeah, we, we, um, uh, we, it's, yeah, it just gets in the way of the pass, you know what I mean? Like, I got I'm hold it by this part right here, you know. Um, it Annie and I got along very well right away. I, I think there's she's a writer beyond her years, and there's something I saw, and I think we just had this this kind of instant understanding and connection of what the story is and what the tone uh, would be. But I just got to say, the moment it was for me, uh, Annie did this uh, short film called uh, Frankie. Frankie keeps talking. Yep. And and I, everyone should see this. Annie wrote it, directed, it, and stars in it. And it was just one of those cool little movies that you go, I don't, I don't know what she's doing next, but I want to be a part of it because she's talented and uh, and you want to work with people who are doing something different and doing something risky. Hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit about the relationship between Hank and Mickey. Um, it's such a like a fascinating relationship yeah. that we're of codependence yeah. and um, the, you know there's a, for there's a lot of Mickey really parenting the yeah. parent, um, oh, yeah. which I think is something that doesn't get a lot of attention on screen. Uh, why don't you both talk a little bit about the tease out that relationship a little bit and tell us about you know. What, what it's like and what it felt like while you were filming. Well, it's a, it's a really complicated and interesting dynamic. You know what I mean? When 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 if, when you lose Mickey loses her mother, Hank has lost his wife. You know what what is this what is this dynamic of two people living together? You know, and where do they fall? And those lines get blurred between who is really the parent. You know, and there's almost more of a a, a best friend kind of element that's dipping in there also it's um it can be complicated and then but we know what the actual element really is and so what happens in those moments where it shifts back to what is the true the true father-daughter relationship but this man has kind of unfortunately eroded that and destroyed that over time yeah annabelle yeah well yeah no you put it so eloquently it really is for the three of us, Badge, Cammy, and myself, it was so much about the love that was there. It was not, we didn't want to play how fraught and charged the relationship was because this third person, which was Hank's wife and Mickey's mother, was now absent. We wanted to play like the fact that these people only have each other, which makes you know the darker moments all the more tragic, I would say. Um, and the darker moments are coming, no matter what. You know what I mean? You have this piece of paper. Like, it's been written. There is yeah. no other outcome here. We know how this ends. Yeah. So we would just keep playing with keeping it keeping it light and hopeful and yeah. then letting the, the circumstances and the dialogue yeah. go where it, it, it inevitably goes. Yeah. Because that's, for me, human. Like, we don't, 
Well, some people go around like really facing tragedy constantly, but it's like, I think a lot of people as a coping mechanism look toward, you know, tomorrow's a new day. And I think that was really important to counterbalance the dark places the movie inevitably goes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So given that, you know, given that it's going to a dark place, what is, how do you build the rapport between your two lead actors on the, on the set? Well, that's, what's kind of fascinating too, is that we rehearsed a ton and there were lots of conversations, but I actually didn't need to do a lot of work in terms of building a rapport. And I sort of had an instinct when I cast Cammy opposite badge that they would, I was like, something tells me that they're going to get along because they both have a fearlessness to their acting and kind of a scrappiness mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'll go wherever you want to go. Like if you're going to go there, I'll like go 10 times further than you. And so when they got in a room together, they were both so committed to just going there in terms of the intimacy, going there in terms of the closeness and in terms of the ball busting between these characters. (laughs) And, you know, of course it's a very crafted performance, but I would say from the get go, it was really, it felt really uh, organic yeah, it, it was uh, the moment Cammy and I met. Listen, she is such a fierce actress, and she does so much preparation and homework. And and what Annie was saying, she's game. She comes in and she's just like, "Here I am. I'm ready to go." And and this is why. And who are you? And it was just from day one, we were just like, "Okay, we're good. It's on." And we did a lot of rehearsal. We tried to go out to dinner together. We went to rodeos together. It was <laughs> kind of like we, you know, and yeah. that's important. And let's talk about, we don't need to talk about the script and the story all the time. Yeah. Let's talk about those other things, those little personal things. You know, what, what is your life like? What do you remember about this? What is this? What kind of clothes do you like to wear? You know, all this stuff matters and it informs you. And um, and and she's, uh, uh, Cammy's tireless too, you know? Like there's, there's hour one of the, you know, we work hard. We work long days. You make an independent film, man. It's like you're, you're. We're doing it together, man, and this whole crew, and 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 you know, Cammy at hour one is the same Cammy at hour thirteen. And, yeah, and, and she's she's totally like she's totally present. Yeah. yeah, and you are too. That that was another thing too. Is like we had a really we had a complete commitment from both. Yeah, we had a, and a great crew. Yeah, like it just just a just a lovely. I mean. Most of our crew, we had local Montana, and then we brought in some people from New York, and it just was, um, there's some movies you do, there's some jobs you work that it just feels like, oh man, we might be catching lightning in a bottle here, and where everyone gives in to the story, you know what I mean? The director, the actors, uh, DP, the grip and electric department, <laughs> you know, I'm serious, yeah. man, where everyone's just like, I'm so excited to be here today, yeah. and, and proud of what we're making. We, yeah. we very much have that. Yeah. A lot of our crew too is under the age of 30, and a lot of us have, were doing this for the first time. And yeah. it was, I think, the energy of like open eye kind of commitment and like the, the love of just making things was mm-hmm. very present on the set. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's not very often where I show up and I'm the oldest guy there no. <laughs> in the entire crew, but uh, I had a great time. 
Well, thank you very much. Um, everyone go out and see Mickey and the Bear. Thank you, Annabelle and, Jay and Badge, for coming here today. We, I keep wanting to call you James. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. You Interview podcasts are hosted by Eric Mears and produced by Zoltan Lucas. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Thanks for tuning in.